Us talking about science. 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 And we are back. Fergus just said an, uh, an awful thing. I'm not going to say what it is, yeah. uh, but it was awful. Yeah, and um, uh, that music was also not um, amazing. Mean, it wasn't that bad. I think. Uh, yeah, it didn't scream 80s to me either. It, yeah, yeah. Y I, I told you. Well, uh, yeah. okay. Why can we only have copyright free music on here? We can get some. Because uh, in order to use. Uh, copyright the copyrighted music you need to have a license ah. right and in order to have a license you need to pay money now ah. one thing that the deuce already doesn't have between many other things is radio is money ah. <laughs> is money besides a good chair we had a comfy chair but it broke okay um you should get uh, i was uh, um 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 what's the word i, I was one no that's not the word I was uh, uh, I was tempted to pick orchestral music because that's something I quite like, hmm. but I ended up giving the option to you, and you chose badly. So it's never going to happen again, Fergus. Disappointed. Okay, so uh, <laughs> if we could have copyrighted music on here, I would have such. Oh, the tunes would be never ending. See, I did enjoy your um, holiday in Cambodia song. You. It's you a good. It's a good song. You that's asked why. for the last time yeah. you, you were here. It's a holiday in Cambodia. It's a good song. It is a good song. Um, what would have been your choice if we had uh, copyrighted music here? Well, we. Uh, I'm feeling it's an '80s theme because neurolinguistic programming is a bit sort of. Uh, it's a bit sort of '80s. I feel. I don't base that on anything other than it was invented <laughs> in like '75, so that's which is not the '80s. It's yes. not the '80s, but it's within well done, five Fergus. years, so it still counts. So I guess I would have maybe "Sweet Dreams," the rhythmic song. That's a good one. It is a good one. I think "Blondie." A lot of I think that was '80s. Mm. "Heart of Glass." That's mm. a good tune. So uh, I don't know the other ones. So "Sweet Dreams." "Sweet Dreams." So. Um, if you uh, imagine Sweet Dreams as the song we just played, yeah, and uh, without all the copyrighted bits, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we left you for those who are listening live um, a couple of minutes ago, for those who are listening in the podcast a week ago, we left you with the suspense of whether neurolinguistic um, programming is bollocks or not our mm. Fergus said it's dun, bollocks dun. <laughs> oh that was good that was yeah. good yeah, yeah. nice <clears throat> I'll, I'll just say bollocks <laughs> there we go in case in case you need like a ringtone or something that was wonderful so um, I am going to uh, first um, da say something that is I don't know if you've ever uh, if you've ever heard this but it's um actually so it's the whole way i get to know things is incredibly weird so this part of of neurolinguistic programming i got to know it from a magic trick uh doesn't make that it's it's doesn't make sense so basically there was it's it's quite famous actually so um what the 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 person 
um, so the ma magician, let's say, so, or the person executing the magic trick will do is they're going to ask you to think of uh, four things. One of them is an object, one of them is a, an event. Um, so there are different categories of things they'll ask you to think of. Right. And then the theory, the theory is, according to where you look, so if you look like type at top right corner of your eye area thingy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, your yeah. vision. L yeah. Like if if you're trying to think of something or remember something, it's a weird thing. Yeah. That I don't. Yeah, why do we do that? I don't know. Uh, I do not know. Uh, yeah. But so basically the theory is, if you look to a certain place in your vision, you, you're thinking of, uh, like, I don't know, a, a, a specific thing because it's related to color. If you look at uh, another place, you're thinking of time, so it's the event. So basically you can guess, more or less, what the person is thinking from where they are looking to. Yeah. Uh, and that was something that was uh, concluded from neurolinguistic programming. Now, there was a study that was done in 2012, I think, uh, by two people. There was one person from a university in the US and then two from the University of Edinburgh. And I know. Prestigious institution. That's why I, I, I'm citing it because it, it's trustworthy. Ah. Uh, and it was original research, so it's only about that part. Um, and so basically, it's because neuro linguistic programming is being used all around the world for all these. Um, even like FBI, CIA are using it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the neuro linguist NLP says that uh, eyes are a way to understand if the person is lying or not. Okay. And so according to where you look, either you're lying or not. Um, and that's something that is quite widely used. Uh, and when like have there been police forces are being formed and all. Yeah. Have, have there been studies on whether that is exactly in any way true? Yes, that's exactly what this study is about. Oh, good. You didn't understand the context. Please, please explain further, Andre. Okay. It was. That's why I'm giving all the context. Fucking hell! Have I to do? Have I got to do all the intellectual work here? <laughs> Just kidding. Let me focus. I'm sorry. I feel like I jumped ahead of you because I didn't really need the context. But D you, uh, you go and yeah, you, you can you can so patronize our listeners. This study, yeah. uh, which was done in 2012, it's an it's an original research, so you don't have any kind of meta-analysis or anything like that so it's not as trustworthy as it could have been but it found out there that there were no statistical difference between using that method and using um, other methods which I didn't look into okay. um, so basically that is Andre says bollocks dun -dun. you should have done the dun -dun, and I'd say Oh, okay. Well, so. maybe you can make that a jingle. Oh, yeah. Because when we talk about like these sorts of things, yeah, like little sounds you could put in, like eh, er, yes, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great idea. Thank you, Fergus. Yeah. Wonderful. Woo! I'm excited. I love jingles, and you know that. Um, so that is the uh, first piece of research I'm going to mention. 
Now, 51 minutes. Christ. Yeah. If we didn't, if we didn't interlace the science with such a lot of garbage, <laughs> um, yes, I, I <laughs> we we, we could probably we both, get more done. But we both like to talk about yes. Un- stuff. Unfortunately, this is yeah. this is the case. Yeah, we needed we 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 need someone with like a a moderator, a whip. Yeah, just like getting out of of of, of the line of thought. Yeah, or I I can't make the whip sound effect. No, I, I can't either. Oh, that's, that's pretty the ah, one. Yeah, yeah. I just remembered that I actually can do it. Okay, anyway. So that is the first piece of research I'm going to mention. Now, going on to the uh, study published in 1985. Okay. It cited um, some specific studies. I think there were six or something. Something like that. Because at the time, there were not many... Um, clinical investigations into the efficacy of neurolinguistic programming. Mm. So it studied, I think, I think it was six studies, and the general thing, uh, the general conclusion that 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 investigators got to is that there are um, some common things in the neurolinguistic programming research things, papers, uh-huh. uh, th- and these are mainly ones that found positive effects. Okay. And so there is a l- common lack of understanding of the concepts of pattern recognition and, in I- and inadequate control of context. Mm. Um, so those are things strictly related to ne- neuro-linguistic programming. There is an unfamiliarity... Unfamiliar... Unfamiliarity. Uh, Unfamiliarity. With NLP as an approach to therapy, there's a lack of familiarity with NLP metamodel of linguistic communication, failure to consider the role of stimulus response associations, inadequate interview training and definitions of reports, and logical mistakes. Well, that's quite a spectrum of fuck-ups there. Yes, but it was something done in six studies in 1985. Uh. Which was not long uh, before um, after it was created. Yeah, so, so we should have known for quite some time that it was bullshit. Well, you see, people, y- you look into it, um, and you know, at the time, I will admit that, you know, you look into it and you think, well, this might not be exactly true because you know people are usually against this type of approaches. Um, and all the psychological side of things generally gets a bit discriminated by uh, some of the sciences, especially biology. <laughs> uh, so I would understand why people would think, would not trust this um, yeah. specific review. But going forward to that study by, published by that um, Polish guy uh, who works in the Polish psychology... No, it was published in the Polish... Is that the way? Polish, Polish? Well, Polish is something you put on your shoes. Yeah, that's what I thought. And that's Polish right. is a, the an adjective for things from Poland. Okay. Such as people. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks for the definition. No problem. That's <laughs> why I'm here in fucking Dictionary Corner. Oh, yes. I've been yeah. watching 8, of do- eight, eight Out of 10 Cats this countdown. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good, isn't it? 
Uh, have you seen? It's it's we're drifting off again, but <laughs> yes, it's the funniest moment in history. You know Rachel Wiley. Uh, yes, yes, yes. The person that do does maths. Yes, that is incredibly attractive. Yes, she is quite nice to look at. Yes, so there was this show. Do you know in the beginning when they do all the presentations and just yeah comedy in general? Yeah. It's quite funny. Yes. Yeah. So she said that she likes to um, go skiing, but like loads of people recognize her. Oh yeah, so she's got this this Viking hat thing. Yeah, and yeah. she she puts a beard, uh, and basically, uh, yeah, she puts loads of things just to uh, be unrecognizable. Yes. And then Sean Locke says, "Well, that's a hard wank." <laughs> yeah, I I do like Sean Locke, and I've seen that bit. Uh, <laughs> I died. I would encourage. It's I would so encourage funny. people that want the genuine experience to perhaps watch the show. Yeah. Instead of listening to us recount yeah. uh, uh, a, a moment from it over a radio show. And there's that. Um, Some of the the comedic element may be lost in translation. There. Yeah. Um, there's that. Uh, how's he? Uh, is he called the guy that was fired and keeps showing up? Oh, Joe Wilkinson. Joe Wilkinson. Have you yeah. seen his poem? Uh, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, are, uh, it's are called. We, are we finished talking? About no, no, no. But it's so program? funny. It's <laughs> called something like uh, uh, "I'm here in the tra- train station, naming people's penises in the urinal." <laughs> it's it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Okay. It's it's quite amusing. Back to your linguistic programming. Yes. Right, so uh, this 2010 review um, goes over 35 years of research on um, NLP. It's quite exhaustive. Has, yeah, so okay. ba- because basically... And I think the approach is very, very interesting because what the guy did was he went to um, NLP database that was specifically created by um, NLP believing people. Okay. And uh, used the studies that they compiled themselves to then study the effects. Ah, that's that's a good way of going about it. Exactly, because then they can't say, oh, you're being biased, because he yeah. used the studies they're mentioning and assessed them. Um, and so basically, it's 33 studies, because there are not many studies on this area. Yeah. Uh, and there's 18.2 percent that show results supporting the tenets tenets what's that uh like the the, the premises the, oh. the kind of uh the beliefs okay. or, or rules of, of nlp the things that they assert okay. to be the case so 18.2 percent uh support the tenets of nlp 54.5 percent uh, results are non-supportive of nlp tenets and 27.3% are uncertain. Um, so, and the quali- qualitative analysis indicates the greater weight of the non-supportive studies and the greater methodological work against the one supporting the tenets. Ooh. So, basically, what this means is... It's, it, it's, it's bollocks. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. It's just... Yes, exactly. Yeah. People pay so to be practitioners because 
They're stupid. Well, uh, <laughs> well I, I don't know if it's stupidity. It's uh, let me, like, let me just know. do something. My company my will give me a pay rise if I take <laughs> this NLP program. Yeah. My, yeah. Re- my research says bollocks. Bum, bum. Should have done the pump on thing. Disappointing. Well, focus. like I told <laughs> next podcast, <laughs> I will be expecting jingles. Okay. I I will take care of that. Good. Uh, now, as you might imagine, when I started looking this up this afternoon and immediately find out that he was bollocks, I got disappointed. Well, I did imagine that. Yeah. Uh, so I thought. I could do a show on Cognitive Reserve, which I'm quite interested in. Cognitive Reserve sounds very intriguing, because you described it. And I'd be very interested to know how exactly it it works. Because it's it's, it's quite cool to think that there's people walking about after these horrific injuries with... you know Perfectly nice cognitively. Yeah, and, and they've got like half the brain that I have. And there's basically no difference in yes. cognitive function. Yeah, which it's is very quite, interesting. Quite incredible. Uh, but the thing is, I thought that we could um, talk about stuff like this on the show, like things that are generally seen by the the society as trustworthy that are actually scientifically wrong. Mm. So things like acupuncture. Um, homeopathy, classic. Oh, yeah, the thing uh, you say about homeopathy. Yeah. Yeah. This NLP stuff. Uh, and it's... Um, yeah, I was just thinking that it might be uh, something that is... A b- it's, wor- it, it's, it's a good action, you know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about these things and showing people, uh, telling people or explaining people why it is wrong or yeah. it is right. Stay away from bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that, you know, in the future we will, we shall have more shows about all these different therapies and whether they're trustworthy or not. Because mm. it, it's, it's quite yeah. an interesting topic, I'd say. It's a very interesting topic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, who better to decide what is and is not trustworthy than us? Well, we'll be looking at research and and meta-analysis and all this stuff to make sure we're <laughs> right and fundament- yeah. we have fundamental opinions. So I'd say, you know, we have the right to do it if we do our good yes. research. Yep, I, I looked at some meta-analyses, so <laughs> I can say what I want. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes, you do. Thank yes, you. Yes, I, I do. I'm, I'm yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're being comic. Didn't yes. work for this. Yes, I'm very <laughs> funny all of the time. <laughs> as, as the listeners have no doubt realized. Yes. Okay, now, before we end the show with our interesting fact of the day, did you remember that? Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> why don't you go first? That was I'll a think very of an no, interesting no, I, I fact. Th- I was thinking of doing something before that, but I need your attention. But yeah, oh. what, were you, what, were you, what were you doing before it? You can't be. You can be slightly distracted. It's all right. Okay. Okay. So we have, as the listeners, live listeners know, we have a show every two weeks. So I haven't talked to you about this yet, but what's your schedule for for the future weeks? Uh, weekdays or weekends? Weekend for the show itself. Like, can you do the show in two weeks' time? 
two weeks time yes uh yeah it's the 28th of march we still have classes yeah yeah i i i don't see why not okay uh are you thinking of going back home during the summer no i have uh, not summer easter break. uh easter break uh i might go back uh briefly i don't know that i'll spend the whole easter break at okay. home uh you know, I, I don't have any plans. Um, it's, uh, it's <laughs> it feels it, it feels strange to discuss this on the podcast instead of just like after it. But well, yeah, it's I, because listeners, you know, it's more genuine. Okay, um, probably not. It's just boring. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm yeah. willing to do stuff during okay. the Easter break if you so, want. So, um, yeah, because since I'm not going back to Portugal, you know. I yeah. can just you can just keep going with the show. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the show. Yeah, no, that should uh, be fine. Cool. Yeah. So, dear listeners, I am going to keep talking shit while Fergus looks up stuff. No, I'm just remembering. I'm yeah, he, while Fergus remembers. Um, so you can expect to hear from us in the following weeks. We might stop the podcast during the summer. We don't know yet. Uh, we'll have to discuss it out of air because it's non-professional but we're non-professionals never nevertheless yeah we're not yeah this is not a very professionally yeah. done podcast no um have you got a topic uh the thing yet uh, no i was gonna let you fact. go first to buy me some time but mine is interesting well do it Should then that's good uh i want to go last don't no you're not going last you you're gonna suffer for my mistakes. Uh, okay. Go first. Um, I demand it. Um, I'm gonna look scientific jokes on the internet and <laughs> make them to people. <laughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. Do you have any idea for um, what you're doing in two weeks' time? Talking uh, about what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Okay, nice. So Good. the listeners will be left um, in suspense. In suspense. Yeah, it'll be scientific. Something Wha- like that. What? Yeah, okay. I, I can tell you. It'll probably be biology because that's all I know. <laughs> uh, my physics is yeah. non-existent. My chemistry is pretty okay. dodgy. Um, <laughs> okay, shut yeah. up and look up. What you okay, um, I can say to the listeners that in a month's time, I will be talking about something that I consider very interesting, which is the origin of life. The theories on how... Uh, life was originated. How you know the Earth boiling, boiling Earth with you know meteors and all that around the the uh, solar system. How it originated life, uh, and the two main theories behind it, and it's very, very, very interesting. So um, I would advise you to um, tune in in one month's time. Now. Fergus, anything yet? Um, I'll have to go first. Yes, please oh, go first. Fucking hell. It's okay. not a big deal, just do it. Okay, so this was something. This is not actually an interesting fact that I found um, on the inter- internet or anything like that. It was something that I thought of during the summer. Because I was reading two books at the same time. The first one was on uh, was Selfish Gene, Richard Dawkins. What a classic. Amazing. Yeah. Love it so much. Good book. Good book. And then the other one was a book 
called uh, uh, Looking for Spinoza ah. by uh, Antonio Damasio, who is a Portuguese uh, neuroscientist, and he's really amazing. There's all sorts of very amazing work on consciousness, on emotions, on feelings, and he's really, really interesting. And um, I, since I was reading the two at the same time, I kind of got to the conclusion that gathers the both. Uh, that the both theories views on on things okay. and so now this has a thought process right so you know that we only because of natural selection we only acquire features that are beneficial to us and that all make us last longer um, increase our life and our homeostasis yeah uh, well gen Really Generally, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, as long as there's differential mortality, yes. Then, yeah. Yes. And that has to happen prior to reproduction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you agree? Uh, that's the thing. Yeah. In a broad sense, yes. So generally, we acquire features that are beneficial to us and uh, advantages. Yeah, I and mean, we sometimes get bad stuff. Um. But. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It's not very often, is it? No. No. But yeah. Exactly. So generally, we can say, yeah, okay. Saying, generally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we okay. adapt. Things we we adapt and and occasionally maladapt, but okay. mainly adapt. Let's leave it. Leave this aside for uh, um, a few seconds. Now, what would you say is the function of the brain? If you had to put it in one sentence, what would you say? The function of the brain. Yes. Well, I think the brain's got more than one function, doesn't it? Uh, I would say <laughs> that the function of the brain is to integrate and process process information. That and sounds like generate a good. response from, um, yeah. well, several stimuli. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, looking at consciousness, we can only assume that the reason why we acquired consciousness is beca because it was an advantageous feature for us, right? Mm-hmm. So what I think is that consciousness, con consciousness is nothing but an increased or an improved way of uh, acquiring and processing information and generating an outcome. Okay. So the reason why we, we're conscious, and that's something that I think is uh, widely accepted by neuroscientists studying um, consciousness. So consciousness is basically... You know, people think, why are we conscious? Why do we, can we make decisions? We can't, in my opinion. But mm. why can we make decisions? What's the meaning of life? Yeah. Well, it just came up because it's a better way of processing information. Mm. Um, so I think to some people, that might be a, a, a terrible conclusion to get to. Because, you know, the whole meaning of life and all that just gets destroyed because consciousness is nothing but an, an improved way of processing information. Yeah. And I think when I reached that conclusion, it was quite mind-blowing because in my mind, I'd never seen consciousness as that. Hmm. You're not a neuroscientist, so that's... Is this a <coughs> fact? Um, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, yeah. I okay, have that, I'll buy that, sure, yeah. I've, I have looked it up uh, and it seems to be generally accepted. Um, okay. And, but 
Even if it isn't, makes all the sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess it does make sense. Yeah. Thank you. And if it if it's really true, uh, if it's really true, for me, it's 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 really like wonderful and kind of uh, m very mean at the same time. It's yeah. like consciousness. You know, the the only reason why you're conscious, why you're aware of yourself, is because you know the brain needed more processing power. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, that is yeah. the uh, my interesting fact for today. Okay. And I hope I haven't uh, led some people to depression. Because um, mm. to some people, this is a sensible topic. Yeah. Sensitive, sensitive topic. Yeah. Okay. Fuck well, it. I have an interesting little fact. I don't think I discussed it last time when I was in charge of the the subject matter. Uh, mm -hmm. I certainly hope I'm not retreading old ground, mm -hmm. but I, I, it's something I find quite interesting. We'll all be familiar with hepatitis. Yes. Yeah? So you get hep C, trans sexually transmitted infection, very bad. And you would think that all the hepatitis viruses, A, B, C, D, E... Which are flavor viruses? Uh, not all of Fuck them. Off. Okay. Hepatitis C... Is uh is a is a flavivirus. I was trying I, to be smart. I believe. Well, okay, just keep you, going. I I don't blame you because. Oh, thank you. You would think they're all named so in such yeah. a similar way that they would all be related. Mm. They're not. Okay. They're all different. Oh. Now hep hepatitis Ooh. A, C, and E. They're all. What are you? Sorry, I'm just yeah. playing with buttons. They're they're all they're on the same kind of of group. But they're in different families. They have the same uh, sort of genome. It's, it's positive RNA, single strands. But they're all in different <coughs> sort of families. Mm. And um, this is what happens when you let non-virologists name viruses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it causes hepatitis. Um, hepatitis B. Okay. It's nothing to do with hepatitis A, but sure. Um... Now, the, the the interesting thing I want to talk about is not hep C, but it's it's hep D, hepatitis delta it's virus. It's not very common, is it? Hepatitis delta virus. Um, I'm actually not sure of the... Because um, the, the, the I'd never heard of it. That, that's uh, well, you probably won't have heard of it because you don't really get... It's 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 not it's not the main event yeah. if you like. Okay. Hepatitis Delta virus is really a virusoid. Mm. It's not a proper virus because mm. it's a circle of RNA, mm -hmm. and it doesn't actually code for any proteins. Oh. It just it just it gets replicated, right? Mm. But is entirely reliant on another virus to um, to encapsulate it to actually stick it in a protein shell yeah. so that it can you know, uh, naked RNAs don't really survive in uh, in mammals because we make a lot of enzymes that, and our immune system does a very good job of just kind of knackering mm. any foreign RNA it comes across okay um, but yeah this, this, this little thing it, it relies on hepatitis B virus and it has to co-infect the same cells so in order to actually replicate. And when it does... So it's totally useless. Um, 
Well, it depends what you mean by useless. Well, um, well, hepatitis B can infect on its uh, on its own. Yeah. Hepatitis D cannot infect on its own. Well, it can sort of infect on its own, but it can't really go any further than that. It yeah. Can't, it can't. It doesn't code for proteins, so it it would just. Yeah, I mean, the, imagine the virus. innate immune system would destroy it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it, it it's it's a satellite virus. It's it's almost sort of like a parasite of viruses. It doesn't really parasitize them, but it, it can. Some of them can interfere with with the replication cycle. Although I don't think hepatitis delta does. It makes hepatitis B infection worse. You get worse symptoms and a worse kind of. Uh, disease outcome. Oh, so it is kind of okay. Has yeah, some influence. It's, okay. Yeah, it's it's associated with with um, more severe disease. Okay. And there's a lot of these little. Well, not a lot, but uh, well, <laughs> there aren't a lot recognized satellite yeah. viruses because it's 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 still a very kind of new uh, area area of study. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of cool ones. The the I, I think. Arguable, but okay. <laughs> There's one called Sputnik, which is I, I think. I loved you, laughter. Of it was uh, uh, pretended if, laughter. If, if I could be allowed to. Yes, finish. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Sputnik is the name given to the first recognized uh, virophage, mm. which isn't really. I don't think it's a very. I think it's named for style rather than <coughs> for, for meaning. I think virophage is a cool word, but it doesn't really uh, describe Mean it in practice. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tiny little satellite virus that, in, that co-infects with a helper virus, and in this case, I think it's... I can't remember. I think it's one of the giant viruses. Anyway, and, and it, um, when it kind of... When this big virus hijacks the replication machinery of the cell yeah. Sputnik comes along and, and hijacks that in turn mm. and once the process has been started off by the helper virus Sputnik's able to come in and just kind of shift focus over to itself so it it, it, it kind of dampens the, the replication cycles of the virus that, that it's kind of using as, as a sort of piggybacking off yeah. to get into a cell and then it's, it's, it's essentially stealing the resources that would be taken by the other virus. That's pretty interesting. It's very interesting indeed. Okay. And there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of weirdness that goes on. You're weird! Oh. Okay. Oh, at, at that's at um, that sort of uh, nanoscopic yeah scale. Uh, I find that quite interesting. I have to apologize for my reaction, but yeah. uh, like a child, I have the instinct of saying, you are, whenever people say things about stuff, yes. I say, you are that. Yes, that's, so um, that is very childish. Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing I can do. So There's nothing any of us can do. Exactly. Because as you said, we can't really make decisions. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Actually, having a um, yeah, I am a puppet of my brain chemistry. Yes. Are you? No, we're not going to extend on this because we'll never end this up. Yeah. Okay. So it's been. Christ! It's been an hour and fifteen. Oh, that's that's not that's not yeah. terrible. We've spent nearly three hours talking once. 
Yeah, that was excessive. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so that is it from us, right? Do you have anything else to say? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just to say, I, I've just looked this up on my phone. It's um, for those who are interested, it's Mimi Virus Dependent Virus Sputnik. Okay. And people that look, nice look up Mimi Virus will also get an interesting surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll have. Because Mimi virus is is very cool. Um. Okay. But yeah, I'll I'll leave that one to the the listeners to amaze themselves with the world of 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 microorganisms. Yes, it is. It is cool. Yeah. I will give it to you. Nice. Okay. Uh, What's cool about it, Andre? I'm not going to say because the listeners have to find oh, out for themselves. Oh, that's very good of you, yes. Christ, Fergus, you need to be more on top of things to understand things more readily. Christ, well, I have to I, do I everything just, around here. I just thought I was catching you. I thought you were just going like, oh, it's cool. No, 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 no I, I, I actually look at you. just like <laughs> watching porn or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Anyway, that's all from us. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can listen to more episodes at feeds.feedburner.com slash us talking about science and also on Spotify and all the other podcast providers by searching for us talking about science. That is all from us. Thank you everyone for listening, whoever you are, whoever you are. We're very thankful that you're listening um, to to our crap and boring shit as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Until next time, have fun existing. And remember to stay hydrated. Bye. There was some trouble and the the, the jingle didn't go. And we didn't say bye in unison. Oh. Same on you. Right. Let's go again. Until next time, have fun existing. And stay hydrated. Bye. Hello, I come to you from a past less past than the one in which this episode was recorded to tell you that due to the um, coronavirus situation, this podcast will be suspended for a bit. Um, Basically, the reason why is that we usually record this episode in in our university student radio, which is closed at the moment because of the coronavirus. And... Well, we can't record the episode if we don't have a studio and recording it outside the studio would be very, very difficult and we can't do it at the moment. So, yeah, it will it will be suspended, suspended until the situation changes. I hope it doesn't take very long, but it probably will. Um, I also hope that until then you stay safe and healthy. I will try to stay safe and healthy as well. So until next time, have fun existing. Bye! Us talking about science. Science! 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 Science. Science.